and Harlan, we are live. We are on. All right. Getting that last sip of tea before we get going here. Man, hey, folks, it is good to have you join us on Tuesday Evening Live, uh, First Baptist Church Troy in the uh, branch offices in Temple and the branch office in uh, Troy, Troy, Stephen yes. Street. Stephen Street. Anyway, yeah. So, yeah, and uh, uh, I'm not sure where Chris, see if hopefully Chris will join us here in just a little bit. Not sure what's going on there. But, uh, man, we are so glad that you joined us uh, as we just uh, talk about stuff that people seem to be interested in. Maybe. I hope. You think they are, Thomas? <laughs> yes. Well, uh, comments will tell us. <laughs> as they comments comment. will tell us. If, 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 it, <laughs> if we hear the crickets chirping, then we know. Uh, but uh, I'm, I'm excited that uh, down the line, Thomas, we're going to be having some, uh, uh, hopefully, you know, I'm going to call special guests, but hopefully they're going to be permanent special guests. Uh, we've had uh, the Reverend Wayne Lodd, who has uh, joined us many times uh, on uh, when we were Sunday evening live. And uh, he is going to hopefully start getting back in. There's some things that were going on tonight, couldn't join. Uh, but also we've got... Uh, the pastor at uh, Oenaville Baptist Church, uh, Roy Carpenter, who has said he would love to join us. So, folks, you may have a bunch of people here just talking about stuff going on. But, uh, uh, but uh, you know, we're just we're just glad that and my mind was just whirling there. Would I forget anybody? I don't think I did. But we're just happy that you're joining us in this. Uh, and uh, the topic that we're going to talk about tonight uh, and, and look at is uh, why is it important to go to uh, to be a part of a church? I'm just going to put it that way. Why is it imp important to be a part of a church? Uh, and so uh, I'd like for you to maybe, uh, if you're out there, if there is anybody listening to us, uh, just type in why it's important for you. If you're going to a church uh, and a member of a church, a local church, uh, it doesn't have to be First Baptist Church Troy. It could be a church anywhere that you're at, because uh, you could be listening to us from anywhere around the world. Why is it important? Why is church important to you? Being a member of that church and being a part of it, what does it do for you? Uh, and uh, so uh, I, I would love for you to comment in on that and, and let us know. Uh, and so while you're thinking about that, Thomas, let's uh, kind of go over some things that we've got going on at the church, yes. speaking of things that we've got. Absolutely. Well, let's I'll tell you what, let's start with uh, your Mark Bible study, which was kicking off tomorrow, right? Or you may have already kicked it off, but it... No, we, we have kicked it okay. off. Uh, we've been doing it for some time. We're actually starting chapter two. Oh, well, I'm late to the game. I'm, I'm already You're a chapter. Late to the game. But we're actually, yeah, we're starting chapter <laughs> two uh, this Wednesday, and we're going basically, folks, it's almost verse by verse, so it's going to take us a while to get through it, but it is chock full of good stuff of, of uh, learning about our Lord, learning more about him and also what it would have uh, to speak to us. So it's great stuff. Yeah. And then we have on Thursday, we kick, we do kick this off. This is, I got, should have this right. Our, our uh, ladies Bible study encountering God. I believe Christy Berg is leading that. Yeah. Christy Berg and my wife, Kathy ah. are going to be uh, doing that. Uh, we would love to have you come be a part of it. Uh, uh, there's no cost for uh, to come to it. However, you would need to purchase your book, uh, and you can get a book at Lifeway. You can order it through Lifeway uh, or through Christian Book Distributors. 
Um, and if you would like to come, so well, I don't have a book, so I can't come. Yes, you can come. Um, as long as you tell us you've ordered the book, then uh, what we'll do is we'll make a copy of that uh, that first uh, the first chapter, which is basically a page or two, I believe, uh, so that you can have it and work on it and give you time to get your book in. The reason I say we want to know you've ordered it, because that way we can legally, we don't want to break any laws. If you've ordered it, we can make a copy for you to use. Uh, and then you can just transpose it into uh, your uh, book when you get it. But I think they've already got maybe 10 to 12 ladies who have signed up for it. And uh, you do not have to be a member of First Baptist Church, Troy. We've got several women who are not members, who are uh, who are members of other church in the community who are coming in for this Bible study. So it's going to be a great Bible study. Uh, and uh, I would encourage you to... Uh, to check it out and see and uh, check it out. Yeah. And then on top of that, this is kind of our, uh, our push for OCC operation Christmas child, uh, Kirk Bailey and, and, and Crockers have been kind of running this for, for quite a while now, but we're, we're collecting hats and gloves and scarves for January for the month of January. Well, I'm sure we'll take it at any time, but month, the focus of this month is, is hats, gloves, and scarves that you can, that will be packed into a, a shoe box. And so, yeah, yeah, yeah. And and the shoe boxes, uh, I don't. Uh, I, I got word where our shoe boxes. Kathy and I, uh, we we had shoe boxes sent off, and some of our shoe boxes went to uh, Peru, and uh, I believe the other ones went to Brazil or Belize. <laughs> I forgot now already. But two different countries that they went to. And um, that, that's exciting, uh, knowing that uh, we have a hand in touching children in those countries through these boxes that they're going to get, and in turn, their families and communities and that. So it's really a cool yeah, thing. Well, I was at a, uh, an event years ago in College Station at a church that participated in Operation Christmas Child, and they brought in uh, a woman who had, as she was from Russia, who had received an Operation yeah. Christmas Child box, and she told her testimony of how that little box made her feel so special that she had a toothbrush of her own and and uh, had had belongings of her own and that a lot of times in the orphanage you would share or you'd get things that were donated you know some, probably similar to ours yeah. in a way but you would and she was she just remembered that and she was very thankful and so she was uh, representing operation christmas child and so it definitely has an impact on on families so yeah and so it's a great ministry, and I, I'm so proud our church is a part of this ministry. Uh, you may not can go to the world yourself, but you can send things. And, yeah. uh, and so and, part of you does go as you touch it and you send. And if yeah. you I want, um, you visit their website, and I apologize, I don't have it right in front of, in front of me, Google uh, Operation Christmas Child and Buy Samaritan's Purse, and you'll see where you can donate online as well. If you yeah. aren't in the position to go get belongings, you can at least put money towards it pack a shoebox or help pay for shipping. Um, kind of touching on some weekly events, just kind of in general. Also, tomorrow's Team Kid uh, as well. And then uh, we have every other Saturday Wayfinders group. We met this last Saturday and had uh, had egg races in the uh, upstairs. We cleaned. We I mopped. saw pictures of that. We mopped. I mopped it. <laughs> I assure Bubba Ellis, if he's watching and hears about this, I took a mop and pine saw, or fabuloso, I think is what we use, and I actually mopped the area that some of the eggs fell in. Um, it was a little cold to be outside, but hey, they had fun, and so <laughs> they enjoyed it. We talked about the Old Testament, the beginnings of the Old Testament, and, and we'll be kind of doing a, a, ser a series on, on the Bible and how it came to be and, 
and practice techniques and study techniques, maybe better word for that. Um, <clears throat> and then Harlan, I'm going to make an announcement for something that it, we're going to want to stay tuned to coming up in April. Can I, I can I talk about that now? I, I'm excited about it. So Thomas, so uh, I'm still it. coming up with a name for the series and in it's wayfinder still related, but it can, it'd be open to the church. Um, we have a guest speaker attending who's going to talk to the boys and the fathers just basically about business and life and, and faith. Um, I would bill him as the as a, as a Sunday school teacher in, in the Belton area or Temple area. I may have my cities wrong. Uh, but uh, Drayton McLean is scheduled to be at our church. Uh, I want to say the April April 23rd. We're still working on the details. Right. But yeah, uh, for our, and he's going to meet and talk to our boys. So Drayton McLean will right now is planning to be there. Um, so we'll be watching that schedule and we'll let you know if anything changes with that. So you want to, and it's, it'll be open for the church, men of the church, women of the church, kids of the church. Anybody can definitely come and attend to that. But his, his message will be focused more on the, uh, on the, uh, kind of a father son association, but mostly on, you know, business and not necessarily business either. It's kind of, I kind of left it open-ended with him, but I said, Hey, let's do, um, you know, kind of challenges what we're going to be facing as men as we grow and how do we maintain our faith and business practices and then just life no that's it's tough it's temptations yeah, are out there a, i think it's fun especially for the boys i mean also you know in in life as things come along uh how do you face it i mean he has faced and he has done i mean uh you know very much a uh an accomplished person uh, but I know that uh, knowing him, uh, he's going to give God the credit for it and uh, getting him through the tough times and give and the good times that come. And uh, so I'm really looking forward to him being there. He was your Sunday school teacher, if I'm not mistaken. Way back at, back about it, I was middle school, high school. A couple of years ago. Yeah, one or two years ago on that. So, uh, but uh, man, I, yeah, I'm excited uh, to have Drayton there, and I, it's uh, and to speak. Uh, I think it's going to be a great thing in him sharing. I think we're. The, I think we. They said that we'll be the youngest audience uh, with the boys that he's ever spoken to. So, uh, but whatever he has for them is going to be good, and for the men there and encouragement. I think just encouragement aspects because he is also a, a father, husband. Uh, he's been through it. He's walked the walk and he knows, uh, he knows those things. So, uh, so that's what we've got. Anything else, Thomas, you got uh, going? I think that's about it that we've that's got the uh, big stuff. Um, you know, kind of transitioning back to our topic tonight. Uh, we've actually had a few comments come through. Yeah, um, we've got some, I, I saw we'll, that. Uh, we'll start with I, Kathy. Um, you know, her, uh, she uh yeah. was, we, the question we asked and anyone can chime in at any time on the comments, we'll see them is, you know, what is church going to church mean for you? And, and how, you know, how does, how is it important to your life? And she says, church membership means belonging, family, encouragement, accountability, love. And then I'm going to put uh, crystal days comment in here. And it's the church is God's plan for carrying out the great commission. None of us are as strong as none of us are as strong alone as we are together. And, talks about the spiritual gifts listed in passages in Romans, Ephesians, Corinthians, and they paint a great picture of how we work together and strengthen each other. Exactly. Exactly. With, uh, without a doubt. And those are good, uh, good reasons to, to be a part of a church, uh, to put your, uh, your life, your, your membership, if you will, we as Baptists call it membership, but, uh, to put your life into a church, uh, be a part of one. And again, uh, it would encourage you, what does it mean to be a part of a church, church membership uh, uh, to, uh, of, a, of a church? And, 
and uh, uh, send that in. Uh, or if there's any questions that you have, man, we'd love to have those. Uh, and, and, you know, part of me wants to go to first begin with, before you can be a part of a local church, you need to be a part of the universal church. Uh, and that is in knowing Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. The The word church is, comes from the uh, Greek word ekklesia, which literally means the called out ones. We have been called out from the world. We have been separated from the world uh, for God. We've been called out. So, uh, so you need to be a part. You can, to be a part of the local church, you really first have to be a part of the universal church. So uh, that to me is, is quite honestly, it's more important than being a part of the local church because uh, you know, Thomas, you know, we've talked before and you've heard me say that, uh, you know, you can be a member of a church, First Baptist Church, Troy. I'll just pick on us uh, and and yet spend an eternity in hell because you were not a part of the universal church. You've never accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. So it's not religion or a church, but it's a relationship with Jesus that does that. But once you come to know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, it's important to plug into a church, to a place you can identify with and 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 study and be with others on. And, and Thomas, I'm just going to kind of pick on you a little. We've got these here, but uh, why is it important for you? I mean, I'm a preacher, okay. I mean, it's important for me to be there. I would hope you'd but, be for church. <laughs> yeah, is, but uh, you know, Kathy all the time keeps pushing me out the door. Come on, you're the preacher. You got to go. But um, but. Why you? Why is it for you? Why do Why do you look into? Why is it important for you to be a part of a, a local church? Well, I have been in church since before I was born. Uh, we attended church in the mornings, evenings, and then Tuesday visitation before it was called outreach. Uh, we would, and then we would go to Wednesday night Bible study, and so we were pretty much there. My mother and and me and my brother were there. Um, Anytime the doors were open. So it was really ingrained in me. Like if we weren't at church, I felt weird. You know, like if it was a Sunday evening and every now and then something would come up and we couldn't be at church. Uh, very rare though. And I, But I remember feeling just, I didn't know what to do with my time. I'm like, I think I need to be there. You know, and I was a kid and I'd felt guilty. You know, we one year we took a trip to the State Fair of Texas and uh, went that Sunday morning and I just did not enjoy it. I mean, I did. I'm sure I was a kid, but I just remember feeling weird, you know, and it's hard to describe because I'm like, well, we're normally in church. I wonder what they're doing right yeah. now. They must be yeah. doing the offering right now. You know, I would look at the clock. And so a lot of that was just, just ingrained in me growing up. Uh, just It's routine and you, you are in church. As I became an adult, you know, you can then start making decisions if you're going to be in church. And that's where you can sometimes get hung up. You know, mm -hmm. I didn't necessarily go through the college life because I, I, you know, my background's a little different, but I know it's easy to kind of fall apart. Like in that area, like I don't have to go tonight. I don't have to go to church. No one's making me go to church and no one's going to make you go to church as an adult. And so I, I think it's good to have that foundation. Um, a, a story, and this is a joke, it's not really a joke, but it, it's funny at the end when I tell the story, and you've heard it before, and a few others have heard it as well. We moved uh, to the College Station area from my hometown of, of Denison, and uh, we took about two or three Sundays off from going to church. You know, we needed to find a church, you know, we, I don't want to rush it, you know. I wanted the big, mm -hmm. you know, 
dazzle me kind of church with the worship and you know all the you know the I just sit back and recline in my in my in my seating you know stadium seating and but I was like I, I don't I don't really want to go to church yet we had and I'm not saying this is supernatural but we have this cross that was sitting up above our 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 couch and I I remember thinking or saying hey I'm not gonna I, we just won't go this Sunday and then it fell on my head this wooden cross <laughs> fell on my head and Maybe I bumped the couch. I'm pretty sure that, you know, but I, it, it definitely no. said, you know, Thomas, you do need to be in church. And so that next Sunday, um, we it didn't work enough to send me that day, that moment, but it, that next Sunday we started really looking for a church and we went to a few. And so I finally settled on what we, what we loved, Emmanuel Baptist in, in Bryan, Texas. But um, yeah, it was, that was, that was just ingrained in me. But the final answer I have, and I had a, and my hometown pastor would use this verse frequently with us was in Hebrews, um, and I'm looking over at my screen for those wondering, Hebrews uh, chapter 10, verses 24 through uh, Mm -hmm. 26 says, and this is the Holman Christian version, so I I have a slightly one, memorized one different one, but, and let us be concerned about one another in order to promote love and good works, not staying away from our worship meetings as some habitually do. So that tells you that you had people who didn't want to go to church back in the New Testament days. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, you had the same problem yep. mentality of, ah, I just don't want to go to church. And but the answer is because the Bible tells me to. That's the short answer I have is I'm, I'm told, hey, you don't want to forsake the assembly of the saints. That's the, the, the key phrase yeah. that I had memorized was don't forsake the assembly of the saints. And that's what church does. So for me, it's, it's a, but it's also a recharge cycle. I like going to church because I feel recharged and I feel like I can take on the week again. You know, just I comfort to me as well but it gives yeah. you a place to kind of combine efforts you know how else would i have learned about operation christmas child how else would we be knowing about the community events that we can help with as a church you know if it weren't for us coming together yeah well and i think and you know the rest of the actually of that verse you know also it says but encourage each other I, yeah i did stop there by mistake i apologize yeah yeah says, and, and really uh that is that is the important part of church i mean we encourage one another. Yeah, you, it's hard to encourage yourself. If you're down in the dumps, it's hard to encourage yourself. But when you get encouraging people around you and people encouraging you and loving on you and caring about you, lifting you up, that does something. And, and that's part of what we are to do. I mean, let's face it, living out there in the world is tough. It drains you. And there's people always pulling out, pulling out of you, you know, you come into church and you need to get poured into uh, you up. And that's what people do to, to come around. I love going because people coming in, the smiles, the hugs, the handshakes is how's it going up. Just the, the family as, uh, as has been said, that is there. It is so important to me and I'm a preacher, but yet I need that as much as anybody else does. Uh, and and it's interesting that in the Hebrew, uh, the habit of some, or uh, you know, some are in the habit of doing that word could also the sum <laughs> can also be translated as heathen, uh, but uh, which shows you what they thought about folks who habitually did not go. Uh, you know, people say, "Well, I don't need church. I can go. I can go to church outside and worship God. I can worship God on the golf course. I've played golf just a little bit. There ain't no worshiping to it." 
you know, it's just, uh, it's frustration. It's all this, you know, people say that they can't, you need to cut. God made us to come together to worship. That's why he said, because also, uh, there's the discipline aspect in that. And, and, and when we see something's wrong, we, we get told that so we can become better, uh, you know, I've said before, churches are uh, are hospitals for sinners. We're all sinners. We need we need the vitamin of church to build us up I, to uh, help us. My mommy used to tell me that exact phrase that church is a hospital for sinners, and I that's, yeah. that always stuck with me. Well, and also Jesus is there, and that's it's in the Bible. It says it in uh, Matthew eighteen twenty, and it's in red, which means Jesus said it. Said right. For where two or three are gathered in my name, I am there among them. Yeah. And, and that's it. And that's the whole thing. It's, it's, it's the corporate worship with, with Christ and feeling the moving of the Holy Spirit. Now, in all reality's sake, as a Christian, uh, me, Thomas, you, and those who are listening to us, those that are a part of the universal church, you are the church. Actually, churches, I, I guess we should say, why is it important to gather at a building or with the, for the church together? Because really that building that we gather in at First Baptist Church, Troy, is just a building that the church meets in. We are the church. We are the called out ones. We are to gather with one another. And uh, uh, just as the early church did, I mean, they would gather together in people's homes, small groups there. It wasn't too long after that, they actually started building places for them to come together to worship. And so this is how it's been and supposed to be. We're not supposed to be an island to ourselves. Uh, you know, I, I've heard a, a story about a guy who quit coming to church and preacher decided one winter day he was going to go visit him. And so he goes to the guy's house, knocks on the door. The guy opens the door and invites him in. You know, he's expecting the preacher to just go into him for not being in church, preaching that sermon, why he should be in church. And uh, the guy uh, told him to sit down, chair, had a chair in front of the fireplace. So they both sat there in front of the fireplace and just stared at the fireplace. And uh, a preacher just doing, not saying a word. Guy's going, what? <laughs> when's he going to light into me? And uh, they just watched a fireplace. And, and about that time, a log uh, rolled off of the logs, the roll, you know, and, and by itself. And it started getting dimmer and dimmer and dimmer with the fire on it, you know, the ashes. And uh, the preacher walked over and grabbed, uh, grabbed the tong stuff, uh, things to pick it up, picked it up, put it back on the uh, logs of fire, and it became bright and started glowing and burning again. He put it down, looked at the man, turn around to walk out. And the guy said, I'll be there Sunday, you know, because really we need each other to keep each other burning and going because and as Crystal said, it is so that we can, our spiritual gifts that we've got, all of us got spiritual gifts. They all help one another. Uh, it, it makes us stronger uh, and it helps us carry out the great commission. I mean, it really does. And it's family. Like Kathy said, we're family. We're all part of the family of God. And so we belong. And so that it, it's so important that wherever you are, be a part of a local church. Uh, I do say, make sure it's a Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church. 
I mean, that's the number one thing. If they're not preaching out of the Bible, if they're not teaching the Bible, if they're not accurately preaching it, don't go. There are places that call themselves churches. They're not. Same problem they had in the in the New Testament, the early, there were places like that. So this isn't anything new that I'm telling you folks, but a Bible-believing, Bible-preaching, teaching church, man, be a part of it, and you will grow in your Christian life. One reason so many Christians aren't growing in their faith is because they're not hooked into a local church, which encourages them, helps them to grow. Well, and, you know, in our area, of course, we're a little probably partial to First Baptist Church, but you've got Grant Chapel across the street. Wonderful. Uh, Wayne Lotta, you know, I'm looking forward to your next pastor swap or pulpit swap, whatever we call that. I'm yeah. sure it's getting close because it's, we've, I mean, it's been a while. So I bet that's coming up at some point. COVID kind of knocked like that to, out. I know you don't like to promote it, but, you know, because of, because, you know, you want people, you want them to, to, to be an element of surprise there. But, and then uh, you've got Roy out at uh, Wienaville Baptist Church. And, yes. Another uh, you know, beautiful church. Wonderful and church. It's really pretty out there. It's got that nice country church feel. I've went out there for the um, Easter sunrise service that mm-hmm. we've done before and really good group of people out there as well. Um, and you know what? There's nothing that keeps you from going to events at those churches, you know. Uh, That's right. I, Wayfinders, majority of Wayfinders members, the boys and their dads, um, with the exception of mine and Chris Cannon's, don't go to our church. They go to other churches. They're active in those churches, which is good yeah. as well, which is we want we want to see that. Oh, speaking of Chris, speaking of Chris, let's see here. There's there's Chris right there. <laughs> and as we get ready to close. And that's it, folks. Kathy, he'll be up. No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> Guys, I don't even know what to say. I was, hello everyone. <laughs> I looked at Stephanie. I, said, I can hear, oh, I can no. hear Kathy laughing in the living room. <laughs> I can't. I don't have my glasses. I can't even see where to turn the volume up on my machine here. I. Just, uh, my apologies. So how did it go? Good. <laughs> Chris. The final word, why is it important to be a part of a local church? Or podcast. <laughs> or podcast. <laughs> why is it important? You know, I will tell you why. You get to experience uh, the gracious love of brothers and sisters in the Lord <laughs> when you forget your podcast two weeks in a row. And and many other things they bear with you in love and in patience, and they show you all kinds of grace. I just which yeah. which church is he talking about, Tom? <laughs> I wish I could turn up my volume. I don't even know where it is. But uh, well, I mean, first of all, the scriptures command, and I'm sure you guys have talked about it. But in all in all seriousness, the relationships with other Christians, and I'm. I, I know coming in here right at the end, but um, in all seriousness, we we all do dumb things. We forget stuff. We make mm-hmm. bad choices, say things we shouldn't say, and we do it in the context of other believers. And we have opportunity to receive grace from others. We have opportunity to show grace to others. And, and I think it's a great way to be like Christ. And, um, you know, we get to ask people to forgive us and we get great humility. The things that we learn in the church. It's absolutely incredible. 
There you go. And that speaks a lot to the culture of the church and the heart of the church as well. You know, because churches develop personalities, and, and it's good to be in a church that has a personality of forgiveness and showing grace. And, you know, it, it, so I completely 100% understand that. And I, of course, feel that way at First Baptist Church, Troy. Uh, but uh, it's definitely important. Yeah, it, it really is. And, and, uh, and folks, let me just encourage you. If you aren't, I mean, if you're not attending a church, if it's been a long time, you know, the old Wolf Brand, uh, chili commercial, how long has it been since you've had a can, you know, a bowl of Wolf Brand chili? Woo, it's been too long. It's a little before my time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, uh, people my age will know that one. But, uh, uh, the thing is, if you haven't been in church in a little while, it's been too long. Man, get back in. You know, and, and here's something else. Okay, a lot of time people say, well, they did something to me. They did. You're going to let people override your worship of God? You know, have they, are they more important than God is to you? You know, people do dumb things. We really do. We all do. And, and uh, <laughs> hey, me too. Okay. We all do. But the thing is... <clears throat> I, you know, whenever I've, somebody's done something, I go, I've got to realize, you know, I've done the same thing myself and I need that forgiveness. And, you know, that's part of what it is, is forgive. You need to forgive them. If you're letting them control, if you're letting them hold that against you, keep you from coming to church, then you're letting them control you. And the thing that amazes me, and I mean, I'll just be honest with you. I mean, here's a preacher. I'm just going to be up front with you guys listening that maybe you haven't come and said, well, I've been hurt. And so I'm not going to go to that church. Well, go to another church, doggone it. There's one close mm -hmm. to you. If you're not going to another church and don't blame them, it's all on you. And uh, I mean, that's just the truth of the matter. And uh, so I would encourage you Get in church. Man, I'd love to see you at First Baptist Church, Troy. I would. But as Thomas said, if you're in Troy, we got Grant Chapel Baptist Church. Man, Brother Wayne Lott, man, that man can preach the word. Roy Carpenter at Olinaville, he can preach the word. All the wonderful churches. There's good Bible-believing, Bible-teaching churches in Temple, in Waco, in Colleen. Wherever you are, there's a Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church. Be a part of it. And you know, and try not to be that person that made you mad. Mm. You know, love people, understand, have grace, have mercy, just as God had grace and mercy <clears throat> on you. Mm. I think that's my sermon for the day here. That's so, a good one. Uh, Chris, last thoughts. Well, I just piggybacking off what you just said about um, not, you know, being someone who comes in and makes a difference, I think sometimes if we have an experience where we have been hurt or something has happened and we say, man, this was this was really painful, then tap into the thought, how can I be a church member who makes sure that when people come to this church, they have a good experience and, and can avoid, you know, what I experienced, hey, you know, get in there and, you know what they say, if you want a friend to be a friend, yeah. if, you, yeah. if you want people to have good experiences at church, get in church and be a good church member so that when people come, you can be a part of sparing them maybe what, what you had experienced. And so that, as you were speaking there, I thought, man, that's, that's yeah, a yeah. great thought you had. And, and if we would all commit to be the church member, God wants me to be just every person saying, I will be who God wants me to be. We'd have a church full of people who 
you know, people be like, these guys are all right. That's right. That's right. And we'd be the church that God wants us to be. Yeah. And that. So, and, and one last thing, then we'll, uh, uh, I want to close this out in prayer, but uh, when you go into a church, also don't go into church saying, what can this church do for me? That's, that's greed. Mm. Walk into a church saying, with the gifts that God's given me, what can I do for this church? How does this, does this church need my gifts? And uh, look at what you can do for the church. That's why God's bringing you in there to make that church into something mm. better. Now, in turn, you will be better. You'll be made better. But this is an entertainment, folks. I go to a movie by what it can do for me. I go to a concert by what it can do for me. Church is something different. You're part of a family. What can you do to help that family? That's what you need to do and look for. Uh, it, church and entertainment. The only one, the only one to be entertained, if you want to call it entertainment, is God. That's why we're there to worship Him, to lift Him up. If you're going there because of whatever you like, and that's why you go, and because you want to be entertained, you're going for the wrong reason. Go to worship the Lord. Go mm -hmm. to encourage other believers. Be with other believers. Rub shoulders with them so you can be made better. Uh, and that you have somebody there that will listen to you, and you can listen to them. And that. So that's what I got. And uh, I'll tell you what. Let me just uh, close us out uh, in a word of prayer. Father, Lord, I just want to come to you this evening and uh, Father, I want to lift up those who may be listening to us. Father, maybe it's been a long time since they've been in church. Lord, for whatever reason, they've gotten out of the habit. Maybe they got hurt. Uh, maybe they've uh, moved and uh, uh, Lord just uh, just never got around to finding a church. Uh, Lord, I, I don't know what the reason may be. But Lord, all I know is this. It's not Christ-like. It's not what you would have us to do. Lord, your word tells us that we are to assemble together. And so, Father, I lift them up that, Lord, maybe something said here would spur them to look for a good Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church around them that they could put their life, that they could be a part of, that they could make a difference in. But, Lord, not only that, that church would make a difference in their life. Father, I just uh, ask that, uh, quite honestly, Lord, that you would not give them peace until they do that. And uh, Lord, for those that have been hurt, Father, I pray that they would exercise this thing called forgiveness, that they would forgive those who hurt them just like you forgave them because, Lord, they hurt you, that, Lord, they would show that. And uh, Father, as I found out so many times, sometimes when people hurt us, Lord, they have no clue that they've done it and didn't mean to do it. And yet there we stew and we simmer and we get mad over things that they had no clue they did. And what a shame. So, Father, I just ask that, uh, Lord, uh, that this Sunday, that there would be those that would find them a church that they hadn't been in in a while. And that, Lord, they would get gather with other believers and lift up your name and worship you as you have commanded us to do. For it's in Christ's name I pray. Amen. All right. Well, guys, good to see you. Chris, 
glad to see you. Thomas, glad to see you. And uh, Kathy, I'll be in the living room in just a little bit. God bless you.